Hey, I've got some exciting news for you. For nearly a decade, the Social Media Marketing Society has been helping marketers like you to keep up with the changing times. This is our private community just for marketers, and the doors are open right now. When you join, you get access to ongoing training and become part of a welcoming community of marketers who are just like you. Learn more at smmarketingsociety.com. Again, smmarketingsociety.com. Welcome to the Social Media Marketing Podcast, helping you navigate the social media jungle. And now, here's your host, Michael Stelzner. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you so much for joining me for the Social Media Marketing Podcast, brought to you by socialmediaexaminer.com. I'm your host, Michael Stelzner, and this is the podcast for marketers and business owners who want to know what works with social media. I am really excited about today's show. Today, I'll be joined by Luria Petrucci, and we're going to talk about live video strategy. So many people are flocking to live video without a strategy, and we're going to talk about that today. By the way, if you want to reach me, you can email podcast at socialmediaexaminer.com. I was recently at Social Media Marketing World, and I had a chance to connect with some of our best customers. A lot of them listen to our podcast, just like you do. Not everyone knows what I'm about to share with you. We do something special here at Social Media Examiner. The best of the best of the guests that you hear on the Social Media Marketing Podcast not only teach at our conference, but they're also part of our secret society called the Social Media Marketing Society. Each month, our top-tier guests who have been on my show are invited to train inside our society for an exclusive group of marketers who are just like you. The training is designed to help you go from being a passive consumer of content to a marketer who is in active learning mode. So if you're ready to make real progress with your marketing, you're a perfect fit for the Social Media Marketing Society. Join us by visiting smmarketingsociety.com. We've got a really big sale that is ending very soon, so don't delay. Again, visit smmarketingsociety.com and join today. Now to today's interview with Luria Petrucci. Helping you simplify your social safari, here's this week's expert guide. This week, I'm excited to be joined by Luria Petrucci. If you don't know who Luria is, she's a live video expert. She's the host of Live Streaming Pros, a live show dedicated to helping businesses produce professional live streams. She's helped big brands such as AT&T and Panasonic and influencers such as Michael Hyatt, Amy Porterfield, and Pat Flynn. She is a total expert when it comes to live video. Luria, welcome to the show. I'm so thrilled to be here. You're awesome. Well, thank you. It's great to have awesome guests on the show. And today, Luria and I are going to focus on strategy. Yes, you heard that right. Strategy around live video. So Luria, let's back the clock up a little bit. Talk to me about how'd you get into live video? What's your story? Oh, well, for this, we have to go way back. I'm, I'm going to date myself here because <laughs> I uh, actually got started with video and then shortly after live video in 2005, uh, I was one of the first video podcasters to put out any content available for the first video iPod that Apple put out. Um, and that was 
before the iPhone even existed. So way back before YouTube even became a thing. Um, and shortly after I started the video podcast, I started doing live video as well. I was really starting to use it heavily in 2007, um, doing in-studio professional live streams for my for my audience, um, but also from mobile devices. Uh, you probably didn't even know that, <laughs> that that there was mobile live streaming way back then. Um, wow. it, it wasn't a good experience, but it was there. <laughs> so, so in 2007, what technology were you using to be able to go live? Um, there was an app called Quick. It was called it was spelled Q I K, um, and it was only available on the Nokia N95. Uh, so it was only available to a very select few people, you know, who had that specific phone. Um, data, of course, wasn't anything near what it is today. So it was really just kind of a an early, early, early stage live video solution. But it was a lot of fun. And my, it, I, it's with that that I really learned how awesome live video was because it was this amazing connection with my audience. So I started really pushing the limits of live video at that point um, and just doing a weekly show or daily show. And I've been doing that ever since. Now, um, prior to the social live video component before Periscope and Facebook Live, what was the, what was kind of the technology that you were using? Was it like Google Hangouts on air and stuff like that? Was that kind of the predominant thing? I was actually using um, a new tech TriCaster. So I was using that with uh, with Ustream uh, primarily back then uh, for the studio stuff. So Ustream and then um, some YouTube later on. And Ustream has been around for a long time, right? And I think yeah. they're, aren't they one of like two platforms that generally were some of the first live streaming tech where you could get just huge numbers of people? Um, I can't remember what the other one was. I think it's... Justin TV. Yeah, and jive, live stream is that another one or is that live stream as well? Yeah. Um, they have, they, they focus more on, um, businesses, which I guess all those platforms, well, Ustream focuses more on businesses now, but they were a super, um, they, they were focused on creators, uh, back then. So yeah, it was Ustream and Justin TV at the time, which is now Twitch. Very interesting. Oh, okay. Very, very interesting. Yeah. So you are definitely, um, when it comes to early adopters, I mean, like you're one of the first really, I mean, like you were, you've been around since the very, very beginning, which is so exciting. And just out of curiosity, how has, has it been from your perspective to see how much this space has kind of blown up since the social network started doing live video? It's so awesome to see it actually blow up because, but at the same time, it's kind of like, well, I've been doing this for a long time. <laughs> like, it's really not anything new, um, you know. So it's 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 a really cool mix um, to see the excitement actually uh, get get in everybody's brains, you know, and in their hearts um, because this is something that I've believed in for so very long and that I've used for so very long to connect with my audience. And the one thing I'll say is, you know, because of live video and not just because of the videos I've done, but really live video has, has cemented my relationship with the audience because of that through 11 years of doing all of this, I've had people in my audience stick with me through massive changes, through massive business changes, partnership changes, you know, all of the hard stuff that goes on in business. Um, live video is probably the number one connector that has caused people to stick around 
through all of that and still be with me today. So I, I have people come up to me and be like, I've been watching you since day one, you know? Back <laughs> then they, awesome. they knew you as Callie Lewis, right? Right, right. When so I was going by a different name. For those who are listening that might be familiar <laughs> with the name Callie Lewis, this is the same person. So just worth throwing that out there. So Yeah, and I, I think that's really important to to know that 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 you know, it's not just about connecting with your audience here and now it's about a long-term play. Exactly. Now, um, for marketers that want to start getting into live video today, um, first of all, what, what do you think is the main benefit or advantages advantage to marketers now? And, you know, while we're, we're recording this in, in mid 2017, what, what do you see as the key reasons why marketers should get into this live video thing? Well, from a marketing perspective, it is the best marketing conversion tool that I've ever seen um, because it's so impactful and it's so powerful. Um, and it's it's not, you know, with live video, people automatically know that you're not faking it. So when they are watching you as a marketer, as a business person, whatever you're trying to, you know, get across at the end of the day in terms of business and sales, they know that you're not faking it when you're, when they're watching you on live video. And it's not something that ever has to be said. It's not something that, that they think about. They just automatically in the back of their head, they know. Um, so, you know, when you are, selling something or when you're trying to lead them into a funnel, then it's, it's super powerful and super easy because of what I call the conversational call to action. You know, most of us, I, I have always had a hard time selling, right? Like I hate that sales process. Um, and most of us do, we don't like to sell because we don't like to be sold too. So that conversational call to action is, is really all about a conversation. It's about helping. It's about letting people know that you're there for them, that you will take care of them. And by offering something in a live video, it's uh, a lot easier to sell just because you're not really selling because you can just offer it an answer to a question. Oftentimes you'll have somebody ask a question and, and you, your answer is a call to action, right? I mean, you've had, you've had that happen. I'm sure Michael, <laughs> Probably intuitively, I don't even think twice about it, but it's true. And right. I just want to comment for a minute about about this. Um, when you're live, people kind of um, know that you're not going to be perfect. Mm -hmm. And this is important for marketers to understand. They're more forgiving if something crazy happens, like a bug flies into your mouth, <laughs> which I've had <laughs> I happen. I've had that happen. <laughs> <laughs> which I've had happen when I'm walking around the building or when um, something happens. They just, they kind of get to know the real you. And I think that was what was so exciting about uh, Periscope and Meerkat when it first came out because people were seeing a lot of these behind the scenes videos of how in particular, a lot of high profile celebrities or um, news media has kind of operated and that behind the scenes thing was so exciting. And um, it's funny because, you know, I used to be told, um, I love your blog whenever I would go to conferences. Then I was told, oh my gosh, I love your podcast when I go to conferences. And then <laughs> I was told, I cannot live without your live show, you know, <laughs> and it's kind of like it takes the fandom and to an entirely new level. And I think that that is something that so many marketers need in a world of algorithms where we're fighting against artificial intelligence that is stopping 
our message from getting through. Um, we actually, if we can develop loyal fans that will evangelize for us, that's an algorithm buster. Totally. So, you know, there's lots of benefits to having a, you know, some sort of a live show or a live stream. And, uh, and I think that it's just so exciting. Like all of our research, Luria, as of this recording, we are days away from releasing a study from 5,700 marketers and a huge chunk of them want to understand live video more, mm-hmm. which is one of the main reasons I'm getting you on the show today. So let's get into the strategy because I think a lot of people um, sometimes don't think strategic when they're thinking about a live show. So I would love, I know you have a formula, so let's talk about like, what is, where do we start strategically when it comes to starting some sort of a live show or live, you know, regular content? I think one of the things that you have to understand about going into live video is that, you know, it's not new. <laughs> it's not anything um, that, yes, you can. It is It is new in the sense that it, it's very exciting. It is more accessible than it's ever been, which is the new part of it. But at its guts, um, there are certain things like formula that, you know, I've been using for 11 years that TV has been using that, you know, there, there are certain things about it at a structure standpoint, from a structure standpoint, that it's not new. Let me back up to the four levels of live video so that when I talk about the formula itself for your strategy, uh, you understand how to actually put it into practice. So the four levels of live video are all about kind of the gear that you would use. And that's the number one question. What do I need? What do I need to to get? Um, So with the four levels, you first and foremost have uh, the level one, which is what I call the selfie stream. So it's just really what you think of it as, you know, it's, it's your phone, your hand holding it. It's really raw up close and personal. It has its own benefits. So then level two is your mobile phone, adding some gear to it, like a microphone, video stabilizer, a light so that you have more professional looking video or just not those really raw, shaky, um, (laughs) live streams that you've seen so often. Um, and then level three is going live from a computer with some software like Wirecast, for example. And then level four is TV quality. It's using a dedicated machine in a studio, uh, and using some, a setup that is meant to do this and do it really, really well. Um, so those are the four levels. So I say that all to, explain exactly how to put this strategy into place. So part one of the strategy is consistency. It is about your, uh, your commitment to your audience. So in this part, you want to commit to your audience. You want to say, Hey, I am here for you. Just like you do with this show, right? You are here every single week for them. Um, And you want to make that commitment to them because then they will make that commitment to you. Mm -hmm. And people don't, people have a lot to pay attention to, right? So if you're not in their face all the time, then they will forget about you. That's just the sucky part. Let's zoom in on this consistency thing for a second Mm -hmm. here. So what is, what are some of the options that we could consider that are um, reasonable for someone getting started with a live show? What kind of a pattern how consistent should we be? I would suggest start with a weekly show. Um, it's, you know, a monthly show is doable, but it's really not out enough to 
to be consistent. If you don't think you can commit to a weekly show, then start with a monthly show. Um, but yeah, weekly is best to start with. Uh, you don't want to go daily uh, unless you have done weekly for a while. Daily is really hard to keep up, as you have found out. <laughs> yes, and we should mention, just because you hinted, um, I went on a 30-day personal challenge to go live every day. I made it to day 25. It was a lot of work. <laughs> and yeah. I didn't have a strategy. So, um, And it was just on my personal profile. So I I'm with you. I think a weekly show is very important. Um, should it be the same time every week and the same Absolutely. day and stuff? Okay, good. Yes, yeah, same day, same time. And one of the biggest questions that I always, or the most asked questions I get about the weekly show is, well, what time is best? And for any strategy online, you know, you always look up, okay, well, when is the best time to have a webinar? When is the best time to do this? When it comes to your live show, the best time is what works for you. Your audience will wrap around your schedule, but when it comes to live video, because you can't pre-record it, it has to work with your schedule. Um, so if you commit to a time that you're going to feel, you know, uh, not good because it's at the end of the day, you're tired, you have to hurry up and take care of the kids, dinner, or whatever. Like if you choose a time that doesn't work for you just because you think it's going to be the best time to go live, then you're going to fail and you're going to quit. So choose something that works for you. And, you know, I want to add something to this because we experience this, you know, I do a weekly live show for the folks that are listening that don't know it's, it's every Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific. And it's called um, the Social Media Marketing Talk Show. And um, it used to be an 8 o'clock show every Friday. And I would always freak out, barely getting <laughs> into the office, sometimes getting stuck in traffic. And and eventually, it, it used to be called the, the Morning Social Media Marketing Talk Show. And I thought, okay, that's 11 Pacific. So, I'm, I mean, 11 Eastern. So I got to figure out a way to keep it in the morning. And then finally, I just said, forget it. We're dropping the name morning. We're going to go with the time that works for me. And, and sure enough, it made all the difference in the world for the show. So um, I'm glad you said it's got to work for you because if it doesn't work for you, eventually you're going to give up, right? Yeah. Yeah. And the, I mean, we're talking long-term strategy here. So we want it to be consistent and we want it to be long-term rather than, you know, we often get really excited about something and we're just like, jump in and go. And we don't really think about those things. So that's that's the first thing to think one, about. One more and, little thing. One yeah. more little thing on this. Folks listening, it's very important to catch this part. The live show has a life after the live show. And Luria, you should probably talk about this because for people that miss the live show, it doesn't mean they really missed it, right? So absolutely. Like talk that's, talk to us about that a little bit. Yeah, that's part three of the strategy. Can I can yeah. I wait okay. on that? So I'll just tease people that they'll catch your show <laughs> later if they can't get it live, right? So I'll tease yes. that. Okay, so let's go to let's go to the second part of the strategy. Okay. Well, first of all, with part one, the consistent weekly show, that's ideal if you use level three or four of the four levels of live video. Um, and so that's um That means you you're 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 at a computer, is what I hear you saying, right? You're at a computer, you you have the ability to pull in interviews if you want to do interviews. You have the ability to add what we call lower thirds, the the title graphics. You, you can do a lot with it from a, and make it look really good and make it a great show. Now, you can do the consistent, the weekly show uh, with level two as well. Uh, that way you can put it on a tripod and you can just leave it, um, your phone on a tripod, and, and you can do that as well. So level two, three, or four. Cool. 
Now we can go on to part two of the strategy, um, which is the life stream. So this is going love, live from level one or two, handheld, you know, or or with some gear, but really bringing in people to your life, um, really enabling the human side of things. Um, you know, level or part one, the consistent weekly show is all about value. You're delivering massive amounts of value each and every week. Part two is all about the human element. It's, you know, sharing your life with them and making sure that they understand who you are as a human, because that is what's going to make them that loyal, um, viewer base, fan base, friend base, whatever you want to call them. Um, and you know, that's going to go a massive long way into making them stick around and making them not look at other competitors when it comes time to buy. Okay. So I want to unpack this a little bit because if we have, if we start out a weekly live show, are you suggesting after you've begun doing that for a while, you enter into stage two of the strategy, which is to start sharing some of your life with that very same audience? Or can you start with a live stream? Because that's the, I'd love you to kind of respond to that a little bit. Yeah, that's a great question. I, I would actually start with the live streams um, as you're getting your weekly show up and running. Uh, bring them into the journey. I always talk about, you know, the audience connection and the engagement as bringing them along for the journey. When you're with your best friend and you say to, to her, him, Hey, I was just, uh, I just went to, uh, Disney world. It was awesome. Uh, I did this, this, and that you're telling a story about something that happened is that's like not as powerful as it is. If you were to have them there right with you, at Disney World, taking them into the journey of what you're experiencing. So I, 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 put, I say that because it's really the same with live video. If you just do stuff like launch a weekly show <laughs> and that's just, they just find out that you have launched the weekly show, well, then it's not as powerful as if you start with the live streams and you do a buzz building campaign up towards that weekly show. You talk about what you're going to name it. You talk about the time. Um, let them feel a part of that experience. Um, and, you know, at the same time, you can be, you know, showing off uh, a new dog that you got if you got a new puppy, you know, and you can kind of wrap this whole business thing into your personal life at the same time. It's, does, does that make sense? Totally. And I did this um, at Social Media Marketing World on my personal Facebook profile where I kind of took people behind the scenes and I showed them all the production work that was going into you know, um, the conference that was about to happen. And I showed them all the thousands of name badges and all that kind of stuff. And people were, and I hashtagged it. So people that were at the conference or, or monitoring the hashtag got to experience that. And that was a blast. And that actually helped me get to the point where I wanted to start doing a daily, if you will, life stream. So I love that. And I think that's the easiest like on-ramp to try and out live video, right? And I, oh, absolutely. I even went on vacation and I was at uh, Universal Orlando and I was at the Harry Potter I forget what they call it thing, you know, and I just went live yeah. and people were going nuts over it, you know, so, I saw those and I loved them. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's kind of like you said, it, it, this is the part that I think marketers are going to struggle with the most because there is a bit of uncertainty 
about this, like strategically, you know, you want to do it, but you don't know where life is going to bring you at the moment. Um, and it's hard to be consistent also. So is this meant to be kind of random opportunities that pop up when they present themselves or should this also be planned and strategic? I'm just curious what your thoughts are on that. Yeah. Um, I actually have a content calendar that I can give you guys a a link to for, for people to download just to get started with this concept, because it, it is, it is a little hard to put into practice until you see it in action. Right. So, um, it is supposed to be random. Um, but at the same time, when you're just starting, because if you, you know, to have that consistency of doing it in the first place, um, or to get used to that process, sometimes you, you do have to start out by scheduling it, um, just to, to put that into your brain. So at first go, you know, do it two times a week. Um, not on the same day that you're doing your weekly show. Um, or if you haven't started the weekly show, then just, you know, strive for two days a week, uh, to do a fun mobile stream where you talk about something, um, either leading up to like buzz building campaign that we were talking about, or just kind of behind the scenes of anything behind the scenes. I don't care how often you, you could do that daily and people would not get tired of it. It is incredible. I could show the same equipment from the same studio every day of my life and people don't get tired of seeing it. So it's, you know, it, it that, that stuff never gets tiring. That stuff is always useful. Awesome. What's the next part of the strategy? Okay. So part one, then part two. So part one, consistency, part two, the live stream, part three, uh, goes to your tease, the afterlife. Um, this is the afterlife of your video of your live video. It's all about repurposing. Um, and this is like, I think you kind of alluded to this. This is one of the biggest mistakes that people make. They think that their live video is all about their live video. (laughs) It's not, it starts there. Um, and if you can get into the concept or the habit of live being kind of the center point for all of your content creation, that makes everything really strategic and it helps, um, it helps you be more consistent with your live videos. Uh, but there's a lot that goes into this. So just some of the stuff, um, you know, repurposing, uh, taking that live video and editing it, trimming it, releasing it as a podcast, as a YouTube video, um, whatever fits into your strategy overall. Um, then also the live video actually will have way more video views after the fact than it will on live. Mm-hmm. And that's a little frustrating for everybody to get used to. <laughs> it's true though. Um, it's way true. Yeah, it is. And so I, I would encourage you not to be so caught up on live view numbers because it's, yes, it is about that live, but it also is, is, is about that after live as well. Um, so you can boost it if you're doing live video on Facebook, uh, so that you reach a a, a bigger audience. Um, you can share that through your email list after it's done. Um, you know, you can even send a link to a a scheduled live post to your list, to your email list ahead of time. And then you're still going to get people opening that email after you've done live and still watching the replay. Right. So there are, there are many points of, uh, touch that happens with your live video. Does that make sense? (laughs) It totally does. And, um, by the way, folks, uh, that are relatively new to the podcast, be sure to listen to my interview with Shalene Johnson, episode 
223, socialmediaexaminer.com slash 223, because uh, um, Luria alluded that it could be the center of your content creation strategy. And that's exactly what it is in the case of Shalene Johnson. And yeah. she lays out a, the, the, how she uses uh, her live video to do literally almost all of her marketing. And it's pretty awesome. Even what we do at Social Media Examiner, uh, Luria, is pretty kind of interesting because we just recently shifted this. But we have our Friday show every Friday at 10 a.m. And then we have a detailed article that comes out on Saturday that really is the show notes from the live show for our reading audience because we have a huge amount of readers you know, that read Social Media Examiner but don't necessarily have the hour to watch the live show. And we're actually pretty likely going to be coming out with an audio version of that show as well on podcasts. So there's just like so much you can do with yeah. that live show content that can reach way beyond the live only audience. And that's what's so exciting is that really, you know, the long tail of live video is really long, isn't it? It really is. And, and, and I think, you know, when you think about each part of those. And when you put the strategy in place that includes all three of those things, you will drive more traffic to your live views. You'll also drive more traffic to your other, to other parts of your business. And live video is not just live video. I mean, we've talked about the long-term strategy, but when used in partnership with every other piece of your business, every other piece of your marketing, it's, incredibly powerful. Okay. So we've talked about the strategy. We've talked about how first you have to be consistent. Secondly, you should figure out a way to work your life, even if it's just behind the scenes into your streaming strategy. And then third, we talked about that there, it, there should be some sort of repurposing that's going on here. So let's transition over to show flow, because this is an area that you have extreme expertise in. And, um, why don't you, because a lot of people are like, all right, I love the strategy, but now what do I do once I hit that darn live button? <laughs> so why don't you, <laughs> a lot of people freak out. So why don't you tell people like maybe what are some basic steps at the beginning and end of a live video that would maybe help their show be a little more, um, engaging for the audience, if you will. Absolutely. So, um, yes, yeah, so it's easy to hit that, hit that button. And then you're like, so the thing you need to know, if you haven't gone live yet is that once you hit that button, like your brain goes insane with thinking about all kinds of things. Oh my gosh, there's no one here. Oh my gosh, there are a lot of people here. Uh, you know, what do I say? What do I do with my hands? You know, from like in, in that, that process, actually, even though you can tame it over time, it never stops. Live video does have that extra adrenaline factor. So I got I got to share a little story here. Yeah, yeah. Go the for it. The very first time I ever went live on our Facebook page, I had seven hundred people in twenty seconds. <laughs> and I got to tell you, I don't normally, as you know, shy in front of a big crowd, but I was speechless for a short moment. <laughs> now, now those days are over with. You don't get those kind of crowds anymore. But right. you know. At first, it's kind of a shocker to the system, but I want to plant a seed. You become a really good communicator. Like this, when you master this, your brain is able to do things that you didn't even think you could do, aren't you? Isn't that true, Luria? Absolutely, yes. So, I, <laughs> go ahead. Having done live video for so long, I can deal with, in a live video in, in environment, I can deal with about 15 things coming my way, you know, uh, five different people talking to me about five different things and I can take it all in. Like it's, it's incredible. (laughs) 
So, 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 um, folks, you're going to be like Luria someday if you listen to her strategy here. So, so let's get to the show okay. flow. What, what, what do we ought to do? Like at the very beginning, once we yeah, press that live so- button. So to overcome all of that, having this, this show flow will, will really help. So you start with a tease. Um, you, you have to remember the part three, the afterlife, the repurposing of this, people are going to watch this after. So what you do not want to do is have people come in and you're just sitting there. All right. So, Hey, (laughs) I'm just going to wait for people to show up. <laughs> We've all seen those and it's really and some annoying. of us have done it, unfortunately. So, well, all of us have, yes. it's okay. <laughs> but what you want to start with is a tease, you know, and, and you do this really well, Michael. Um, you, you start out by telling them what they're going to learn in that video, even if it's just a fun, random video. Hey, I'm going to show you my new puppy. Great. That's a tease. Um, and then you start with your intro. So you have the tease, then you have the intro, who you are. Uh, people are always joining live videos and they have no idea who you are. So give them a quick intro as to why you're talking about what you're talking about. Maybe not so much if you're talking about your puppy because, you know, that's just a fun little video. But if you're doing a, like a, a, a value-oriented um type of show, the weekly show, you definitely want to say, I'm Larry Petrucci. I've been doing live video for 11 years and I am going to, you know, talk about this, right? So let's pick, let's let's have you do a real example real quick here. Let's say that you're going to do something on Facebook live. Okay. Let's say that that's the topic of your live show. Why don't you go ahead and just flop out a quick script of how you would do it if you were going live today? So, well, I always, I always call my, my people streamers. So I always start with, yeah, just, just, just go for it. Hey streamers, uh, I'm going to give you the formula for live video so that you don't struggle with what to say. Hey guys, I'm Luria Petrucci and I've been doing live video for 11 years. Uh, I have really fine tuned this formula, so I'm excited to share it with you today. First, before we get started, uh, I really want to hear from you. Uh, you. I always ask a question of the day. So my question of the day to you is... Have you done a live video yet? Yes or no? Give me a big yes or no in the comments. Now, at this point, I engage. So I want to back up here on this ask for the share part. Oh, first, of, of first will- of all, first of all, before you go there, I just want to say you notice how it didn't really take her very long to get to this point, right? I mean, we're talking about maybe right. 30 seconds, right? So yeah. you just you stated what the purpose of this show is about and what they're going to expect. You introduced yourself and then you asked them to introduce themselves, right? So exactly. now why, I just want to know, why are you doing that before you ask for a share? What's the, what's, what's the strategy there? Why is all that, you know, why is that part of the show happening the way it is for you? The tease, the intro, and then the share, um, because, uh, that is, for the it's for the replay viewers because your your live viewers won't ever see that because it happens so quickly. Hmm. Um, so it's for the replay viewers, really. Um, but then once you get to the engagement piece of it, um, we do that for a couple of reasons. One, live video, um, especially on Facebook, um, the algorithms are built so that the more engagement you get up get right off the bat, the more reach that you're going to get. So if you get a lot of people commenting, if you get people sharing, if you get some kind of engagement, reactions, whatever, 
then Facebook is going to allow that reach to happen uh, at, at a bigger level. Perfect. Um, so that's 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 one. why you're asking to take an action, right? Is that exactly. What, and it's also allowing you to let people kind of flow in. I, I would imagine to the show as well, right? It's for that as well. Yeah, they're kind of three parter here. So the the algorithm. Um, allowing people to kid in, allowing you to not give away everything right off the bat just because nobody's joined you yet. Um, and then also it's for the engagement piece of it, which the connection piece of it. So people are not really, uh, excited to say something unless they know that they're going to get a return on that investment, you know, asking them to say something or expecting them to say something without you responding to that is a, is an investment for them. Mm. Um, it's an emotional investment. It's like when we were in kids in school, right? Like you're in school and you don't want to raise your hand unless somebody else raises their hand. Um, you don't want to raise your hand because the teacher may or may not call on you, depending on how you view, <laughs> view life or school. Um, but you know, like that's an investment. So you've got to encourage the investment and you've got to make it worth their investment. So, so you're doing some shout outs then, right? During that it, point? Exactly. Exactly. You've got to respond to them at this point. So that's the engagement piece of it. So you want to call their names out. A lot of people here will ask for the city and state, like, where are you watching from? Mm-hmm. Um, I do that sometimes, um, but I more often like to do a very specific question of the day that that in that specific thing is because it's not just a generic thing. It's, it's more directed at the topic of the day. And then that actually gives me a little bit of feedback, um, on what I talk about during the show. That's like um, a show of hands at, at, at a conference when you're asking people to raise their hands and ask her, exactly. answer a couple quick questions, right? Yeah. Exactly. So, okay. so you can take that piece however you want to or however you feel comfortable, um, whether that's asking for a share, asking for a heart, asking for the, you know, the location for the, where they're watching or a question of the day. Okay. So at this point, um, um, I like the asking for a share, obviously, because I, as right. a social media marketer, that's a big <laughs> deal, right? And we want people to share it. And um, that'll help bring some more people into the show. So once we've gotten through this kind of this opening sequence, I'm assuming we're, we're now transitioning into the main purpose of the reason you're going live. Is that correct? Exactly. Um, now we do the, uh, I, I actually like to do a topic overview again. Um, and this doesn't bother the replay viewers, but it's good for the live viewers. Mm -hmm. Um, so you see how I'm switching back and forth for, you know, (laughs) the, the benefits of live versus recorded. Um, so now you, you restate what you're going to teach them or what you're going to talk to them about today. And then you immediately get into that value. So let's say that you're doing a three steps to this particular thing. Um, then at that point you would have step one, um, and your first piece of the value, you would go through this entire step or at least a portion of it, I would, I would encourage you to just go through the entire step as long as it's not going to take you 20 minutes to talk about, um, and then break for your engagement. So what you're going to do here in this next section of the show is value, then engage, value, then engage, value, then engage. So if you have a step, you know, three steps, you're going to do step one, then take questions or comments, Mm, then go to step two, then questions and comments, then step three. Very cool. Um, and then how do we end the show, quote unquote? 
You always got to have a call to action. <laughs> do we of just course. say, okay, yeah, give us an example. Like, how do you end your show? Um, it depends on what, you know, I actually switch it up. Um, you've got to be consistent, but you also want to keep it um, engaging for viewers. So depending on if you are during a product launch, for instance, um, or whether it's more about audience building, you would choose your call to action. So for example, I would say, well, thank you guys so much for hanging out with me today. I have thoroughly enjoyed all hearing all of your comments, your questions. This piece of live video is really important to me. I love to hear from you. So keep it going and get on into this community. I am here every Tuesday and Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific. So be sure to mark that in your calendars, set a timer on your alarm, whatever you got to do to make sure you are here every Tuesday, Thursday. I will see you, you know, next week or whatever. Perfect. Yeah. And sometimes I and my show with just kind of like uh, closing thoughts from Mike, you know, where I'll summarize kind of the key news because we do a news-based show. Um, sometimes I'll have call to actions that'll be like, hey, get us on your calendar, go here or subscribe to our next show and all that kind of fun stuff. Well, Luria, we could keep going forever, but you have given us so much great value. We've talked about strategy. We've talked about live show flow. And I know we've just scratched the surface of what you could offer to our community. Why don't you tell everyone who's listening where they can find your live show and where they can discover more about you? Oh, I have thoroughly enjoyed this, just like <laughs> I said in my close my, my call to action, but I really have. Um, and I could talk about this forever. So you can join me at livestreamingpros.live. That is where the calendar and the links for my live show are. I actually multicast to Facebook, Periscope, and YouTube. So wherever your jam is, you can join me there. Um, and if you want to learn kind of where you fit into the world of live streaming, you can go to livestreamingquiz.com and take the quiz. That'll give you a guide on how to get started um, with the next steps for what you're trying to accomplish. Awesome. Luria Petrucci, thank you so much for joining us with your awesome wisdom this week. Thank you, Michael. It's a pleasure. Well, I hope you found some inspiration in today's episode. If there was anything we mentioned and you didn't catch it, simply visit socialmediaexaminer.com slash 255 where you'll find all the show notes. Also, if you're new to the show, hit the subscribe button. Don't ever miss an episode of this podcast. I've got a great lineup coming. This brings us to the end of another episode of the Social Media Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Stelzner. I'll be back with you in the driver's seat next week. I hope you make the absolute best out of your day and may social media continue to change your world. The Social Media Marketing Podcast is a production of Social Media Examiner. Hey, just a quick reminder, join the Social Media Marketing Society today and level up your marketing for your company or your clients. Visit smmarketingsociety.com to find out more.